This is the minute where you'll hear digital product insights from our Better Product Podcast guests in 10 minutes or less. Hey everyone, Christian here. If you're in the product world, the name Marty Kagan is most likely one you're familiar with. He's a pioneer, a leader, and author of Inspired, and most recently, Empowered, which I'm just gonna be honest, I have not quite read it yet, but I did just get it uh, delivered to my house, so I'm happy to dig into his latest book as well from the Silicon Valley Product Group. But we had him on the show back in 2019, and he had a lot to say about product culture, which left Anna and I with a lot to talk about right after his interview. In this minute episode, you'll hear our conversation discussing what it means to be a real product manager, what it looks like to have a product culture in your organization, and how all that translates to impact your company, no matter its size. So what does it mean to be a real product manager? Here's Anna and I talking about it. I think a good place to start would be with Marty's definition of what a real PM is, a product manager. How did you capture that? I mean, roughly, I believe what he said was that a real product manager or modern product manager, I don't know if he used those words interchangeably, but... No, maybe um, I wrote down real. I wrote down real too, but it sounds really harsh, doesn't it? Like a real product manager. A real product manager, uh, deep understanding of the customer. So they know their customer, they talk to their customer, they're very customer informed. He said a real product manager is using data, can use data. Um, So knows what metrics to look at, knows how to employ them. I think that we've heard that. I think we've seen that go up a lot over the last couple of years, especially with the most, you know, with tools like Pendo available. Um, People have a lot more access to their data than ever before. I think the big question today is what are the metrics you should be tracking? Um, Third, he said the a real product manager would know their uh, industry competition. So they know their competition. They know how they stack up. They know how they differentiate. Um, and then finally. And, yes, and I'll add industry please. trends. So like they know competitors in the industry, but they also understand trends. For example, with I'm thinking back to Dan Moyers with 120 Water Audit, he also needs to be aware of regulations or trends or what policies are being shifted on a national level that would affect you know, water testing and, and things like that. So it's like knowledge of industry competitors, knowledge of industry trends. Another aspect of a real product manager that he mentioned, not in, in the, not connecting it to, to an actual real product manager, but is product culture. I think was an interesting idea that he talked a bit about. Yeah. Product culture is a little bit hard to define. So we should maybe try to do that here and just challenge ourselves. We We're not ready for this. We need so, a theme song. Right? So product culture. It's hard to define, but if, if I look at my own personal experience and yours, we've, we've at least become aware of design culture. When we're talking about like good design jobs, when we're talking to other designers, like what makes a good design job, you always say something like, well, make sure they have a good design culture. I never really had to define it in that case, but if I were to kind of work backwards from that, what am I saying there? I guess it would be, when we started designing like a decade ago, we were always talking in the design industry about engineering driven companies and how it's hard for design to get a foot in, in the door, or get a seat at the table that to helps make decisions. So when we talked about design culture, I think we were saying, does the leadership team respect design and make decisions based on good design? So that's my best example uh, to draw on when I think of product culture So I wonder how does that translate to having or establishing a good product culture at a company? Marty mentioned in our interview that a product culture values customers over business. And that makes a lot of sense. It it seems like a balance from what we've heard from other people, what we've experienced, that it's, 
you know, it's customer focused for sure. You know your customers, you design for your customers, you build for your customers, you listen to them, you get feedback. Um, but at the same time, you're balancing engineering. So you've got a great engineering team. They have a seat at the table. That's something that Marty talked about too, is your engineers are part of the process. They're not just, you're not just being super prescriptive with them. Um, but also that, but I think it's more that you look to the business as well, that, that, that a good product culture can balance all of these things. Well, they can listen to their customers. They can, you know, but, but they make sure that what they're doing aligns to their business goals, that it aligns to the vision that they're not going after a market that doesn't make sense for them. So I definitely agree that customer, I think the customer focus is like the linchpin of a product culture, but the real excellent output is being able to balance all of those things. Well, yeah, I, I feel like when I was coaching designers in the past on, you need to understand the business to affect your design, it, it kind of realized that the product manager is really the role that helps do that really well. When I think back to even my own career, I feel like I was a better designer when I was paired with good product managers because they help you with that the, the customer lens. Because in design, you think of like the user lens is easy to use, but product managers also look at the, that same individual and then think, what do they want? What do they need? How does what they're asking for tie to the broader direction that the business is headed in? So I, I do feel like they they are that, that intersection that brings all of those things together. So yeah, I would agree. It, it Maybe instead of customer over business, in my mind, it's like a, a Venn diagram and just it's an intersection of, of customer and business equals product. And then I feel like the culture part is is almost saying that the leadership uh, from a product-oriented company comes from the product management role. They're the ones like that we would look to. If I was a designer and say, I just designed this, does this make sense to users? Yes, I, I tested it and validated it. But then I think, does this make sense to the business? Who am I going to? I would be going to my product manager all the time to say, do you think that this fits what we are trying to achieve? And I have a feeling engineering would be in a similar way. Yeah. And I to what Marty said too, I think it also goes to the fact that it's a great product culture. It seems like that can like harbor and produce great product managers. And it has nothing to do with the market that you're in, that there were great product cultures here in Indianapolis and they're terrible ones. And there are great product cultures in Silicon Valley and they're terrible ones. And it's more about the business that you're in, I think not the place. I, I want to actually talk about that for a second, because even depending, no matter where you are, there's a good chance that, you know, even if you're starting a company, you won't have product management there to draw on. We've also seen the same thing in design, where if you're the first designer, you don't have other designers to learn from. So how are you starting it? But the definition of what a of a, of a good product manager can kind of give you a blueprint. For example, if you don't have a product management background, which pretty much nobody's going to, they don't have degrees in product management. I think if you look at the four sort of areas of it, that's where you can look at to say, how how could you get started? For example... We see PMs that uh, became PMs because they were subject matter ex experts first. They come from the industry. They customer have a lot support, of, training. Yeah, yeah. They have a lot of knowledge of it, so they leverage that. And then they can fill out their other three you know, facets of, of understanding the business or understanding how the product works. Whatever the gap is, they can shore those up. But I feel like if you have one of those four things to start... That would be the way to start as a as a product manager without that leadership available. I definitely agree with that. Now, I have a question for you, though, because you work with a lot of startups yourself in your work, and you kind of act as the, the fill-in product manager sometimes. Um, what's interesting to me is this intersection of customer and business is, is, makes total sense, but what, what do you think is different or how do you translate that 
if you have no customers to start when you're a startup. So you only really have the vision for it, but how do you treat that for a product manager that's trying to establish a strong product when you actually are missing literally one half of the equation in customers? I think it's like you don't have to have paying customers to know who your customers are going to be, right? So you can still do that research. You still should. I mean, you obviously have a target. Maybe you're trying to hone in on who that target's going to be, but you can still do your research and you can still learn about your customers. And I think in a startup, this business customer like relationship and like juggling act is a lot easier because these things are much closer together. Your business is your product. It's for your customer. So I think it's, you know, it's much easier than when you get to maybe multi-product or, you know, the enterprise level because those things are so tightly coupled. And if I recap that for our listeners, what Anna just said is it's really easy to be a startup product manager or or to be a product manager for a really large company but really hard when it's that's a startup. Right. So if you're complaining and you're on for, the record, yes, that's, that's what we all heard. Flame me on Twitter. I am ready <laughs> yeah. for it at better product underscore Christian dot Beck. Yeah. Um, no, I think, I think what you said makes a lot of sense. And I'm glad you covered that because I know some of our listeners come, they, they come from different, different sizes of companies. And to, to hear that half of the, the, the product manager role is based off of customers, which you don't have quite yet. It's helpful to understand how you still do that when you're when you're still growing the product. Right. And at the same time, too, in a startup, a lot of times you're leading the market, right? Like you're building the vision. So it's your customer, understanding your customer is more about how are you going to bring them along and show them this like great future you're going to give them. Thanks so much for listening to the Better Product Feed. If you haven't yet, be sure to join the community of product professionals all on a mission to build better product at, you guessed it, betterproduct.community.